Hey guys, welcome to Thrive with Dyslexia, where we give practical advice to parents who have dyslexic children or teens. Today we're going to talk about what is dyslexia. I have been fascinated with dyslexia since I suspected my oldest daughter had it about nine years ago. So I have been studying it, reading it, like learning everything possible about it for that entire time. And I'm just fascinated by it. So my fascination has turned into a passion, which has just turned into this mission, Thrive with Dyslexia. Um, so I'm so excited to just kind of share what I know and you know, hopefully get a lot of information out there that isn't out there. Um, so I like to start with like some statistics because knowing the numbers just kind of helps us see, um, see how big the problem is. So I first looked up on the educationdata.org how many kids are there um, enrolled in school, you know, right now. So this is information from 2019. I figured that was pretty recent. It said 56 million kids approximately are enrolled in the school. So what we know about dyslexia is that it affects about 20% of the population. So, you know, that would be 20% of these kids that are in school. So I also went to ldonline.org. And I found that it says that about three and a half percent of American students, which is around two million children, are receiving special education services for a reading disorder. So dyslexia, essentially. So the first number that we talked about was 56 million. That's how many kids are in the school system at this point right now, or as of 2019. And 20% of that, which is how many kids are affected by dyslexia, is 11 million. And so right now there's about 2 million children receiving services. And that leaves 9 million kids in the United States of America that are not receiving reading services. And that is such a huge number. It kind of blows my mind that there are so many kids not receiving services that they are just not um, being identified as dyslexic. They're not being identified as having any issue, you know, and they're just kind of, you know, falling through the cracks as they go through their life. It, it's just such a staggering number for me. It just, that was really kind of unbelievable. But anyway, so, you know, let's get back to the topic. The topic is dyslexia today. You know, it affects three of my own children. My three girls actually have dyslexia and it's, and it's different for all of them. They have different learning differences that go along with it as well. Um, and my life goal has been to be a present and committed mom to my family. And that has led me down the road of learning everything I can about dyslexia and how to help them. This, the specific experiences that you're having might be different than what I've had. Um, because each dyslexic child is unique. You know, they each have strengths and weaknesses. They have, um, you know, their interests, all of that stuff. But I know that there's common themes that bring us together. You know, we can be a, a community together because we share, you know, the fact that our kids have dyslexia, even though, you know, the symptoms they have or the, the strengths, the gifts, all of that stuff might be different. So, some things that you might experience with your dyslexic child, um, I decided to kind of talk about it more as these are things you might experience rather than these are symptoms um, because we don't always 
put those two together, you might think that a symptom has to look different than that. Um, but anyway, so your child with dyslexia, they might not do all of these things. They might do other things too um, that I don't mention here um, because this is not an exhaustive list of, you know, symptoms or, you know, things that you might see. But anyway, these are some things that I saw and um, things that I think that are, are pretty common that, that you might see too. So with dyslexia, your child will not be able to learn to read using regular phonics programs. So you might even buy, um, you know, that popular program hooked on phonics and your child can't read even using that program. Um, that would be a great sign that your child needs a different type of reading program. They might have dyslexia. Um, you may notice that they can't read a word by sounding out the letters. They actually need to be shown, you know, this is how you sound out a word. This is how a word is put together. Um, you know, they need um, very specific instruction on that. Um, your child or teen might read a word on one page and then when they get to the next page and they see that exact same word, they can't read it. Um, that's a common symptom. Your child or teen, they might memorize their favorite book and then you will just be kind of fooled into thinking that they can read <laughs> for quite some time actually. Um, but if you hand them a new book, um, one that you've never read to them, one that they've never seen before, um, you know, they can't read those words, even those words that they've read in the other books because they actually aren't reading those books. They're just, they've just been memorized. Um, your child or teen, they might get anxious when they're asked to read, especially when they're asked to read out loud. You know, some kids will do almost anything to avoid having to read. And the last one that I have here, you know, your child's or teen's grades may go down as they get higher into, as they get into higher grades in school. You know, that inability to read might be the culprit, um, but they've developed coping skills to go unnoticed, which means that they're able to get, you know, a little farther before, you know, that's why you see kids who are 12, 13, um, all of a sudden you realize they have dyslexia. It's because they've been able to use their intelligence um, to, to, develop coping skills for themselves. Um, usually dyslexic kids, um, in my experience especially, I've noticed that the dyslexic kids that I know, my own kids, you know, any kids that I, I kind of read about or I see, they're highly intelligent, you know, gifted in fact. And, you know, they're very capable of coming up with these skills that can help them kind of go around, um, you know, the issue. And, and it's really cool to see. But unfortunately, then they're using that energy of that intelligence on um, this um, basic issue of reading versus trying to use it, you know, to get themselves higher, you know, do some of those higher level um, thinking type things. So um, these are, it's just really important to have them identified, you know, that I, I you know, I'm, I'm actually thinking about that number again, 9 million kids who are not identified is just crazy. That's just a crazy number. Um, so anyway, so how can you help your child with dyslexia? Start tutoring them with an Orton-Gillingham-based reading program. There's some that you can purchase. You know, you can find them online and you can do them at home. You know, if, as a parent, you could do them, you know, if you have a, a friend or something like that. Or you can go to specially trained tutors. Um, there might be uh, an organization in your own community or a nearby community um, that would have uh, an organization for that. And it's such an important skill um, or it's such an important part of... Um, their academic life is to start tutoring them with that Orton-Gillingham-based reading program. Um, it's just it's just really important. It's going to make all the difference for them um, as they get older. 
Another thing you can do is have them tested at your school so they can qualify for an IEP. So the school will not test for dyslexia, that they won't do that, but they will, they will test for um, a specific learning disability. I personally like the new language learning difference because I think that's more accurate actually. You know, the school can, um, can test them for a specific learning disability. So, you know, they could have one in reading, they could have one in writing. Um, and if they have that, if they have that testing at the school, they can receive accommodations in the classroom. So then they can get that free appropriate education that, you know, all of our children are promised. Um, and, you know, you as a parent might have to, um, you know, read up on it a little bit. So you're able to kind of guide them in what you think your child needs, um, it's, it's, it can be a lengthy process. It can be a lot of work. It can be really emotionally like a roller coaster, but it's so worth the time. It's so worth it, um, you know, to help your child, especially if you have them in the public school. Another thing that you can do is you can read out loud to them or have them listen to audiobooks. You know, you want your child to have the same knowledge base that their peers have. You know, they, they maybe can't read it on their own, but they can listen to a book that's at that level, you know, that they're uh, that their age, that their brain, that they're able to understand level. So um, highly recommend audiobooks, any, any kind of audiobooks or reading out loud. It's so great to read out loud to your child. It's just really fun. Another thing I recommend is make sure that they have a partner when they're doing their homework, especially when they're first starting out, you know, learning how to do homework. Um, having a parent, a teacher, a tutor to read to them, someone to help them with um, writing some of their ideas down so they don't have to write quite as much, you know, especially if they have dysgraphia, which I'll actually go into into detail on that on another podcast. Um, you know, just having a partner, helping them organize things, showing them like these are the steps of how to set up your homework. These are the ways, you know, that you can do it without, you know, making a 10 minute assignment take two hours. You know, I mean, I hear stories from people that it just breaks my heart, you know, that their child just sits and sits and sits and can't do the homework. Um, you know, just taking that time to help them. I mean, I can't recommend that enough. It's, it's so worth your time. I promise it's worth your time. Um, your child will be so much happier. They'll do better in school. You know, it's, it's just worth it to, to help them have a partner. Um, and if you as a parent, you know, if you're busy, I totally get it. Um, you know, I'm busy. I get it. I mean, I just want you to know, like, I understand. So, you know, do what you can to find someone that will help them. You know, if, whether you have to hire a tutor or maybe you just need to find a friend who can come help, you know, a neighbor, you know, somebody that can sit with them and show them this. It's, it's just so important. And then the last thing, which I think, I think honestly that this is probably the most important thing is to make sure that you're paying attention to your child's anxiety level. High anxiety is going to interfere with every part of their life <laughs> and especially their ability to learn. And, you know, you know, you're, they have high anxiety and then you send them to this reading tutor. They're not going to gain as much out of that reading tutoring as they would if their anxiety was low. They just, you know, they have high anxiety and then you send them off to school that whole day. You know, they're going to be anxious. They will not retain the information. They just won't. And so I have actually written a book. It's a guided workbook. It's not a book, but it's a guided workbook for parents. Adapt Your Life for Dyslexia and Other Learning Differences. This book is to help you create a home environment that is low stress, low anxiety, you know, where your child 
feels accepted and loved and, you know, just can be who they are. And it's just such a great resource. There's also a list of tools and resources that we've used in our home for dyslexia in that book. And I can't recommend the book enough. It just will help in so many areas that you didn't realize needed help. <laughs> it's kind of funny how this seemingly academic issue just kind of turns into, um, it, it actually affects your whole child in every area of their life. And, you know, as a parent, you know, we can't do everything, but we can create a home environment. Like we have the power to create the environment that they live in. You know, their real life happens at home. And the academics, you know, at some point in their life, the academics don't matter anymore. You know, they're going to graduate and, you know, whether they go to college or not, you know, that, that the academic part, it's gone. You know, they have to know how to live real life and be a whole person. And, you know, just starting with that low anxiety, it's amazing how that will just, your child will just thrive. They will just thrive so much. <laughs> so I just recommend um, this book, this work or this workbook. I'm sorry, I keep calling it a book. Um, I recommend this workbook. It's available on Amazon. I've got it for pre-launch sale. Um, it officially launches on May 1st. I just highly recommend it. And if there's any questions that you have, stuff that I haven't covered today, um, please reach out to me. Andrea at thrivewithdyslexia.com is my email. You can reach out to me anytime. I want you to have all the right information. And if I'm not giving you the right information because you have questions that I'm not answering, you know, please ask me those questions. I don't know what you don't know. And I want to make sure that you get the information that you need to get. Um, that's why I created Thrive with Dyslexia. This mission is to help parents who just don't know what to do because there's, there's so many unknowns. You know, we, we as parents, I mean, we don't have all the answers. You know, I know that even I, I've done this for so long and even I have to find the answers. I have to look for things because there's situations that, you know, that I have not experienced or that I have not experienced in a certain way or, you know, a, a learning difference that kind of, that your child might have that, you know, mine didn't have. So, but I am so willing to help you. And, you know, my knowledge base is, is huge and I, I can help so many people. Um, but please reach out. You know, I can't help you if you don't reach out. And I, the, I, this, you know, that's why I've created this mission is just to help as many people as possible. So, um, anyway, if you have any questions, you can reach me at Andrea at thrivewithdyslexia.com. You can just visit my website, thrivewithdyslexia.com. Oh, that's what I was going to tell you. If you go to my website, there is a page called Helpful Info. And on that page, there are six steps to help you move forward. So if you have purchased my book and you're just waiting for it, you know, go to that site, go to that page. It's going to just give you some more information. It's not related to my book. It's actually kind of other stuff that you can do besides, um, besides my book. So if you just want to go there, you know, do the six steps that are on there, um, whatever's relevant to you. And it's really going to help you. It's just going to help move you forward. I just wanted as much information on my site as possible um, to help you. And, you know, you can ask me questions about that too. You know, don't be afraid to reach out. So anyway, I hope you guys are having a great day. Um, take care and we'll hopefully hear from you soon.